everybody, welcome back to this week's episode of the Buckbuster Podcast, where we talk about everything and everything hockey. I am Jeff, by followed by all my co-hosts. What up? Hello. First of all, I kind of just want to say, what a game tonight for the last oh game of the regular God. season for the Otters. I mean, season as a whole definitely could have been better, but definitely a better ending to this year than we had last it year. It was a so. roller coaster season. Hundred bro, man. Beginning of the season where we what were what like second in the division and we really looked like we were gonna put a put a fighting a fighting shot this year. And then went on that pretty horrid losing streak during the middle of the season. Went on another little mini mini, mini winning streak in what like mid to late January, early mid February. To late January. Yeah, it was like it was mid January. Like mid to late January, and then going into early February, and then we kind of fell off again. But middle there, looked like we were going to try to again make a playoff push. No, fell short, obviously. So yeah, also obviously with a lot of the coaching staff change, that kind of was went through technically four head coaches this year, or yeah. the the co coaching of Wes and Vince, and then we BJ started and off with BJ, and then ending off with Stan Butler, which. Stan Butler, I, just looking at these last, what, 15 games we had him for, he's really looking like he's he's planning to turn this team around. I'm going, really hoping so. I was talking to Don at the at the beginning. He says he's got it. Yeah, shout out Don, by the way. Um, That he was, he's, like, he's going to turn his team around. I'm so, really hoping so. Yeah. But he, he had, what, what was it, like 23 years he coached North Bay for and only missed the playoffs twice. twice. Wow. So he, he, this dude knows what he's doing. Taking yeah. over a team that was dead last. He's been to the, he, he's we been still to finished the, dead last. He's been he's, to the finals before, so he knows what. Yeah. He, he knows, knows what needs to he happen. He knows what needs to happen. He knows what he's done. He's brutally honest with these guys. He's not like fucking brain dead BJ Adams where he's like, I don't know what's happening. But if you watch Stanton Butler and a lot of these post game interviews, he goes, "We just they didn't play well tonight." And he goes, "We couldn't fit. Or we knew what was wrong. We didn't do anything to fix it. We tried to take the easy way out, and obviously you can't do that." You know so, what? Yeah. B- I I officially figured out what the BJ stands for in BJ Adams. Biggest joke. <laughs> I was expecting yeah. you to go a different route, but okay. I, I the bi- the wish. best thing, the only thing that I'm excited for for the offseason, we don't have to see RJ King again until at least September or October. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers to that. Hell yeah. Hopefully, hopefully he'll be like the rest of my guns and they disappear in a boating accident. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and another thing. Anyway. <laughs> it, it was also just kind of I'm also seeing of course our overagers Cam Morton um, Noah Sador and um, Elias Cohen Elias Cohen sad that we didn't get to see it knowing that the last time we saw Cohen not knowing that that was the last time we were mm. going to see him it was kind of unfortunate you know he got injured in a road game so we didn't get to see him play again so but well, Noah Sador you couldn't write a better script man final goal of the season what 30 seconds left of the game goes to Noah yep. Sador like you, you couldn't write a better story if you tried, man. That was. And then friggin'. The yeah. Sam Alfano. The goal. Sam Alfano. The, the oh. Sam Alfano assist. The soccer assist. Didn't even have a stick, and he passes it to Malcolm Spence, Malcolm Spence who and insane. rings it top shelf. Oh, beautiful it, game. It man. was tonight's game was borderline poetic. Oh, it was. Yeah. It really was. Even even knowing nothing, we're not going to see any more hockey until Otters hockey until September October. Yeah. We're, not, we're, not going, we're not going to the postseason, but that there's still that is a fantastic show. way to end the season. Oh, a yeah. great way to get the fans into it and excited to come back for next season. Absolutely. Yeah. Hell, I might even look at season. I said I'm looking. We'll I know Ethan said he's going to. He's probably going to break I'm by the bullet. Season tickets next so, year. I'm definitely going to renew mine. I'm renewing mine. Here I have to see throughout so. the season. Just the, I even tell these guys, officiating alone makes me not want to. But then once you see the way the fans interact with the guys, yeah. the, how they were at the end of the game, the entirety of the game. 
outside See? the arena, the orchestra at the end of the game after yeah. the game. I have it's a, always fantastic to I see. I have a big trip I'm going on in a few years, so I don't know if I want to do season tickets or if I want to do... A few years. A few years. Well, it's, <laughs> two, it's two years. Well, next season. So, <laughs> but, but yeah. I'll explain that when we're off. Yeah, it was, I'd say, definitely an emotional season, Like, but it's still, we did have some great memories at the game. Mm. At the season, yeah, a lot of great memories this season. Um, Absolutely. But that kind of one transitions to another thing I want to enter before we get into the news. Um, I was going to say, quickly, before we get into anything else, shout out to our man Royce, who came up to me and Jeffy at Wednesday night's game, recognized us from the show, first time that's ever happened for us. Was that the guy that was talking with us tonight? No, we had one on Wednesday night come up to us as yeah, well. Yeah, we were just walking around on the concourse. Oh, he cool. just stopped us. He goes, are you the podcast guys? We're like, yeah. And he goes, you're doing great, man. He goes, he goes, he goes, I've listened to a couple. He hasn't listened to all of them, but yeah. Got well, his name. We, had, we so. had another one tonight. Yeah, we, didn't, we unfortunately didn't get your name tonight, man, but we appreciate you. Thank yeah. you for listening. That was the that was a first for me. Yeah. That, that was, was pretty, that was a that was. Okay, a, he recognized all of us, so. Yeah. Was, yeah that's I think awesome. I think I think people tend to recognize us more when we're all together. Yeah. And so I think just when it was just me and Jeffy, Royce, he kind of had to ask, "Is like, are you the podcast guys?" But seeing us all as a whole, I think it's a lot easier for people to recognize us. Mm. Yeah. But it, was, it hasn't yeah. happened up until now, and now it's happened twice in the same week. But it and is I awesome just want to say, if you are in the area, or if we're ever on the road, and you do happen to recognize us, come up and say hi. Yeah. Come up, yeah. say we hi. We sound talk. like assholes, but we're not. And we like, are, but not to you guys, to trust, each other. Trust me, getting to... I feel like they just see the way we treat Bobo, and they're scared to come up to us. <laughs> <laughs> <Listen> here. <laughs> but no, like, in all seriousness, if you guys do end up running into any of us, whether it be at our places of employment or just out about in general, and you want to come up and say hi to us, by all means. Absolutely. Yeah. We, we would love it. We, I know when... The dude came up to us tonight and was talking about the show. I, I'm not gonna lie, I was over the moon. I was, I was, I was, I was ecstatic. I was, I was ecstatic honestly, about the game, and then he made I was, it better. I, I was, was tickled pink for that. I mean, like, <laughs> yeah. I was just because like, we we probably would be more excited than you guys would be to meet us. So, like, yeah. honestly, I love love meeting fans. We know we, oh, we yeah. appreciate your guys' support. Definitely been showing it a lot recently. So yeah. Huge. We're seeing a lot of huge increase in numbers recently, man. Even our usher on Wednesday night, he goes, "I didn't realize you guys were famous." I'm like, "I didn't either." And literally at the end of the first prim, we went to walk around. This is when the guy recognized us and asked us if we were from the show. So I was like, hey, "Maybe we are. We're yeah. starting to." Hey. But, but um, I kind of want to transition into this. Like I was talking to Kyle briefly at the game. Like, out of either the guys that will be returning next year or. Of course, the rookies this year. Like, who, to you, like, was your outstanding? Like, who do you guys see the most improved? Ooh. Most improved. Like, whether it was just the rookies. Well, when we were year. talking about at the game, Jeffy took the name right out of my mouth, and that's Caleb Smith. Yes. Caleb Smith is compared from last season to this season, and just the beginning of this season towards the end of this season, he's yeah. a phenomenal turnaround. Oh, amazing! He's been insanely good. Yeah, I can yeah. see him having his own possibly being up into the second line next season. Having I would own, love to see having that. his own second line next year. Yeah, because like his line was, had, like they give a lot of energy. Like you could tell. Like oh yeah, especially in the last like second half of the year, like you could tell. Well, in the they're, one, they're trying. This one, him, Tao, and Bruce McDonald on the yeah. same line. Yes. Yeah. Um, the one that really surprised me, it just as far as how much he's really cleaned himself up and really matured, is my boy, Artem Kulikov. Yeah. He Kulikov. definitely second half of the year. I mean, still had struggles staying out of the box. At oh, oh, I mean, the dude's a goon. I, mean, I, love, I, mean, I love it. We, uh, being from Erie, you know we love that shit. Oh fuck yeah! <laughs> um, 
But, but like just in general, just recently you could tell. Recently you could tell he's matured a lot, and no, I think he's knowing that next season's my last season in Erie. Better get my shit together, and yeah. I think the the saddest part about tonight for me was seeing Noah's haircut still. Yeah, today. like I'm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The best flop we've seen in Erie in quite some time, man. Well, him and Kulikov. Yeah. Kulikov had a pretty. Kulikov cool. had had the bowl, but like he wore. Not a lot of people can wear a bowl well, but he did. Like he he rocked it. Him and the Noah's Noah's yeah, nice little flow. Noah, going Teo, like all those guys have pretty righteous flows to they them. They do. Noah had to ruin it and cut it. I say, I'm a little upset about I'm that. I'm telling you, I, I'm telling you, it's a strategy because it reduces drag. <laughs> <laughs> He's scored a goal tonight, so for the final goal in his final game as an otter, like we said, that was a great send off. That was uh, you, like, there's like, a screenshot in our in the Erie Otters fan page, like just just the just biggest smirk on his face, like just he was so happy to have well, done that. Well, and like Kyle said page. at the beginning of the episode, you couldn't write that. Yeah, like you, you could not. No. Like it's. You couldn't write a better one if you tried. Yeah. You could yeah. write it a hundred times, and you couldn't write a better one than that. And then, as like maybe a couple other guys, I would actually mention what would be Kerry Terrence. Like obviously, he, yeah. Like he's yep. dude. That kid's insane, and he. I mean, he's only what you guys said seventeen. Seventeen. And then, Good God. Then as for the rookies, like they all have been doing great. Like just in general, this year. Malcolm Spence was phenomenal. Spence. Alex Messier, gritty as hell. I'm going to love to see him for the next couple seasons. Oh, Bruce yeah. McDonald as well. Not as gritty as Messier, but he's but he's, he's, not, he's not afraid yeah. to throw a couple hits and throw a couple punches when he needs to. See, Messier almost reminds me of one of those players where it's, he looks at it as a, as a dog-eat-dog game. Where he can get in there, he can be as fierce as he wants him, as he can be as fierce to you as you are to him. If you screw with him all night, he will put you through that point. Oh, yeah. But at that's the same, actually a really, really good analogy. At the same time, if you let him go, you're like, oh, I'm going to let him take this puck. He won't fuck with you. Yeah. You know, he's like, oh, you let me to get the puck? Okay, great. Be, I, won't, I won't touch you. He'll be you. the first person to get retribution yeah. after a oh, shitty yeah. hit. <laughs> yeah, man, that's just for the final one. And, and just the, the team we beat to, Sarni, who was 9-0-1 in their last 10 coming into this into this game. So at least a 10-game point streak And at this point. It might even be more. I didn't go back to look. See if they had won previous games to that, but so still call it a big victory time. for a team like that. Yeah, it's a huge victory for a last place team to beat a what third in the conference team as in Sarnia. Yeah, unbelievable I game, man. I think oh. so. Yeah, I think they're thir second or third. Uh, and I think we argued. I think they're third because I think we argued uh, Windsor, London, and Sarnia. Okay. I think we argued it that this was the best game of the season. That one, I've yeah. one of, that, one of, or yeah. one of the best games. The home I've opener one was pretty amazing. The, the, the Erie Blades throwback night was phenomenal. I, I I'm going off of the games that I was at. Okay, yeah, okay. Like as far as the games that I've been to this season, that was by far the best game of hockey that I've seen the Otters play. Yeah. I mean, the home opener, so many memories just with. You know, seeing Alfano in his first game in Erie and then beating London in the home opener. Yep. Kid with his fingers deep in the nachos. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what's the home opener? Alfie's first? That's his first yeah. as an otter. Yeah. Or first home game as an otter. Because we got him yeah. in the off season, or in between the like, preseason and regular season. Yeah, because we from just. Peterborough. Okay, I was just saying. He, I he came over in the, uh, the Lockhart trade. Ah, okay. Yeah. Okay, 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 okay. That makes a lot that more was sense. Yeah, I was, I was yeah, going back to night, even though, you know, Sarnia arrested a good amount of their stars. They arrested Christian Cairo. They arrested um, Burke. I can't remember his first Nolan name. Nolan Burke. Nolan Burke. Well, we talk about him tonight. Yeah. But 
Yeah, phenomenal end of the season, man. Definitely going to be a yeah. long six, seven months without hockey in the area, but and cool we still have plenty more OHL hockey to talk about. Since, oh, and uh, plenty more NHL yeah, hockey, yeah, too. Yeah. Both play OHL playoffs going to be starting up this week. NHL, we're going to be seeing that in a couple weeks. Yep. And I, Colin, I think it was Colin or you or one of the guys pointed it out to me at the game that uh, Kairou was sitting up with our scratches. That's what I. That's what he had been, or Colin had told Jeff. Or yeah, her that, from somebody else. That Kyra was sitting up. Sitting up with Elias Cohen. With up, up with Cohen, which yeah. was which was pretty cool. Yeah. Mm. They said they probably neither one or if he even asked because Kyra was on the ice for warmups. So I was I was wondering maybe if he asked his coach if he could do that or if his coach you know There's hey this is your old minute. team your old yeah. team go hang out with you when you're overagers you know yeah but yeah it was pr- pretty cool that, that that got to happen too. I think so. another one that was surprising was incredible to see. Was Brett Brissett like on, on warmups? Yeah. Yeah. On warmups, like fact that he was already he's already skating because obviously what he, happened with him? He again? had a broken collarbone. He's the one that got hit. Oh, that's right. Feet. He got. He's the one that got hit by yeah, that was Le- Zachary Lavoie. That oh yeah yeah. No, move on. Nope, Ethan's gonna hit already. Nope, <laughs> keep going. But, move on. <laughs> yeah, I'll say incredible to see him back on the ice, getting ready, just mm. preparing for next season. Yeah. yeah. It'll be good to see him back on the ice next yeah. season. I still think we got the best revenge. Seeing Niagara finish dead last in the league. Yeah. We're, we're second to dead last, but that's besides the point. So. But dead last in the league. Did, what, 12 wins on the season? Yeah. And yeah, they're <laughs> bad. Three, three of them against Erie, but we're not. We're going like, to put that aside and move on to the news from the league. Yep. Week. So now that we're, <laughs> we kind of got our, our otters stuff kind of we wanted to talk about. Um, Zach LeBlanc is a pussy. Continue. <laughs> uh, we'll go back on to March 19th. Um, Pierre Bo Pete's Robert. I didn't get his first name, but Robertson. Tucker, gets, Tucker Robinson. Tucker Robinson, thank you. Um, gets his 100th career point against the Niagara Ice Dogs. <laughs> <laughs> what are the odds? Of course. Of course. <laughs> and the odds are pretty good when it's Niagara, but. We were just talking about him and like, pop up in, I feel in the like, first okay. one. I feel like we're going to talk all this shit about Niagara this year, and then they're going to dominate next year. No. 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 Absolutely you not. Don't no. I can't disagree. Saginaw was dead last last year. Look at it. Look at him this year. I feel like every time we talk again, Saginaw has potential. Ice dog, the Niagara shithounds or ice dogs or whatever they're called now. Cowards. Um, uh, I feel they, like they, in my opinion, they don't have a chance. I, I don't know. Maybe I feel like every time we talk shit about an OHL, I feel like every time we talk about shit about an OHL team, it's always one of those things that comes back to bite us. And then, um, not in the case. Then Detroit Red Wings prospect in Flint Firebird, Amadeus Lombardi. Amadeus Lombardi. Amadeus Lombardi. Breaks the single season assist record with 53 assists. Wow. Damn. And as well, he is the second player to reach 100 points this season, other than um, Matthew Maga, the Windsor Spitfire. And it's insane. Oh, he's he is dis. Oh, he finished 123 points or something yeah. like that in the season. Yeah, he is holy disgusting. Well, holy shit! All right. Um, and then he passes. Who's now in the Peterborough Peets, Brendan Ottman's record at 97 points becomes the leader for the single season record. And he's now over 100 points. God. You know, you're, you're I, Marty. That's, I, I say, Marty. I don't really care about 
prospects or whatever outside of Erie, nine times out of ten. But the two that I really do like watching are Amadeus Lombardi and Matthew Maggio. Yeah. I mean, I, Maggio is, he's like, part of me wants to say he's kind of an, almost like an OHL version of Connor Bedard. Yeah, it's I think it's lucky the streamer that I mod Thrash ninety four gaming he he's it's ticket holder at the Dispit Fire so he used to see that kid play each and every single night. Yeah, which is I'd love to see a player like that play each and every and I, single night. I mean, we saw it with McDavid. Yeah, this true, is this true. is very true. That's true. I fear we we were also what the oldest one here would have been fifteen when he left the Otters, sixteen. Yes. Yeah. Something so, about that because he got drafted in seventeen. Yeah, or no, 15, 15, 15. fifteen. Fifteen. I was a so sophomore. So I would have been eighteen. I would have been seventeen. I was sixteen. I would have been, yeah. been sixteen. Fifteen, sixteen. Yeah, I would have been. been. I would have been in my. Because you said he got drafted in what fifteen? Fifteen. Yeah, I would have been. I would have been a junior. junior in high school. Wow. I would have been like a freshman. A freshman. So. <laughs> freshman. <laughs> Fresh I fear you would like that since that's one of your potential yeah, future he, guys. He's looking he's really, really, really good, and if I'm really hoping he does well, I know I'm. I can almost guarantee you he's going to spend time in Grand down yeah. in Grand Rapids. If if they did awards, then uh, Maggio would be winning Player of the Year. Like, oh, he'd be getting him MVP 100. percent Yeah, yeah, kid's freaking insane. Yeah, he's going to be definitely spending some time with probably Bridgeport next year with the Islanders, and then yeah. probably moving up to the Islanders shortly yep. after that. Yep. I, I kind of want to get a, because I've been debating about which next OHL jersey. I kind of been leaning towards a Matthew Maggio yeah. jersey for I, I wouldn't. I honestly, I'd probably join you. Oh uh, so <laughs> shit! Well, Windsor is definitely my next team. I'd be looking at. Yeah. yeah. A lot of names coming out of there too. Oh, yeah. So. And then on March twentieth, Billy Ottavan of the Kitchener Rangers he signed a three three year entry level with the Seattle Kraken. Ooh. Wow. Um, then on March 21st, Ty Vaught of the Sarnia Sting records his first 100-season point and is the first Sting player to do so since Jordan Cairo of the 17-18 season against Owen Sound. So he's now the third player in the OHL to reach 100 this season. God. Ooh. Um, I miss you all that, man. I don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't. No. no. Um, March 22nd, Ethan Medema, Medema is the first frontneck since Warren Fogle of March 26, 2016 to score four four goals in a single game against the Oshawa Generals. Damn. Damn. And thank you, Kingston, for giving us... I forgot, I forgot we got him from Kingston. We got him... Because we got Sorelli... We got him at the, the trade deadline of our... Of our championship season, right? We actually got Sorelli at the deadline. Okay. Where'd Sorelli come from? Kingston? Or? Oshawa. Oshawa, yeah. Wow. He beat he's he was on the twenty fifteen winning championship. Yeah, I know he was on the champion team. I didn't No, he he was I on I thought he was Sorelli, drafted. Sorelli was on the fifteen Oshawa team. When they won against yeah. Erie okay. in the finals in fifteen. Oh uh, he came over to Erie and won again. Yeah. I, I, I remember wow. the sixteen. I guess you I learn something new every day. But 16 was London, wasn't it? Yeah. 16. Because that's the... Yeah, 16 was London. Guelph was... No, Hamilton was 18, and then Guelph was yeah. 19. There's a reason I remember 16. 17. 17. 17. Close Obviously, you don't remember it. <laughs> <laughs> One of the years... And obviously, Fogel was the MVP yeah. that year. One of the years, you know, we 
my stepdad surprised us with box seats with the family and all yeah. of our friends, and that's the year we won it all. I remember, I think I went with, I think it's you, you, and I don't remember who the other two Colin. might have been. Was you, you went You went to one with Colin. Was yeah. it, it was game five of the London series. We I remember won, that. I remember we won. We won like set, like five to two, five to three, something like that. Something like that. Or even like six yeah. to two. I remember I was at one of those you games. You were at game two. I think you were at game two. I was two at like game two or three. That's when I first guys. met you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because that was the same night Bobo caught the... Oh, that was the same night that, that Bobo had, had the legendary... The first time he met me, Bobo okay. catches a puck between his fingers. Should I tell the story? I, I think, think we, we have. We, we have. We have. have we? Yeah. yeah. It would also be tough to tell. You'd have to like kind of see the motion of, well, of it. But. I can do it. We can do um, it. And then, as well on March 23rd, Seattle Cracker prospect Ty Nelson of the North Bay Battalion sets a new franchise record with the single points with 73 points against Hamilton. Another one who's been incredible this year. Yeah. Um, March 24th, Ethan Cardwell of the Barry Colts hits his 200th career point against the Kingston Frontenacs. As well in the same game, Cashon Atchison gets his first career goal. Um, Braden Gillipsy of the Guelph Storm gets his first career shutout against the Erie Otters. Gillespie. Um, and then Nathan Sauter of the Erie Otters played in his 100th career game against the Guelph Storm. Then as of tonight's recording, March 25th, Lerum Avadoski of the North Bay Battalion gets his first career goal against the Niagara Ice Sox. And then Paul Lundwinski signs a three-year entry-level contract with the Chicago Blackhawks. Nice. Nice. Well, I was, was going to call them the Viagra Ice Dogs, but they can't get up the standings, so we can't. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Alright. While we're on the OHL topic, I got something for you guys. I did a little thinking, and I said, if you can compare both of them to... I know one of them was already in the OHL, or the OHL or the AHL, I don't remember. If you could compare uh, OHL McDavid versus current Connor Bedard, who's better? Ooh. So you would take, like, McDavid with the odd. I forget who Bedard is with. Oh, the St. Pats. Uh, St. The Pats. Oh, okay. Regina, Regina Pats. Is it Pats or St. Pats? No, it's just Pats. It's just, Pats. So, it's just uh, Regina Pats. So the you WHL. have Bedard of the Regina Pats and McDavid of the Erie Otters. If you had to put them together in a shootout or, like, separate lines, who wins the face-off or who's the more aggressive player, who's going to be your point scorer? That's actually a really good one. <laughs> Ooh. As much as it pains me to say, I think I got to give it to Bedard. Oh, yeah, I got to give it to As phenomenal as McDavid was in Erie, um, we—I mean, it's not his fault that Erie still was ass at yeah. the time. But uh, he definitely helped change, oh. give the team some turnaround, and gave him a playoff run. I think yeah. we made it to what? I think we made it to the final one year. I say his rookie rookie year, he we didn't make the playoffs. The and second then, year, we then made ever it. then second year we were yeah. having fifty plus wins. Yeah. Second year we made it, and then the third year we, he was with us. We won it. No, he wasn't with us. He wasn't with us when we won it. We made okay. it. We made it to the finals and lost. What was it? Oh, Oshawa. Oshawa. Yeah. Okay. So his la his last year before just okay. getting traded, we yeah. Um, when he got drafted. Yes. Was, I mean, growing up, even though we get to physically see him, yeah. you know, sitting like 100 feet away, sitting at the furthest point away at, at the EIA, we get to, get to see him play. But still, just being older now that we can actually 
watch, watch more about hockey and understand more about it. Yeah. Bedard is just uh, in, in human. As of, I think it was what as of Friday I sent it or Thursday he had. 142 points in 55 games. Almost three points per game. Wow. Set, he, he had set, at the time <laughs> he had. Wow. Hold on. Let me see if I could get. I mean, up David's the, best was what? About 118. Hold on. 18 something I like that. Think. I'm still. I'm gonna be biased on this one. I'm gonna side with my boy McDavid. I'm. Nah. I'm gonna. I'm sorry. I'm gonna side with my boy McDavid. It might if be the, if you would go current McDavid versus Bedard, but I mean, if you're going, I mean, it might my, be the, if you're going junior level. Well, Connor versus Connor, it's got to go to the It might yes. be the signed jersey up in my room talking, but I got it. I mean, I'm rocking his uh, I know custom one I had made. I know you are. 25th anniversary of McDavid. He still had 142 points at 57 games played. Oh 70 goals, 72 assists. <laughs> 16. God, so he's over goal per game. 16 power play goals. Five shorthanded goals, 355 shots on goal. Holy shit. <laughs> In so that... 55 fucking games. All right. <laughs> I'm... And all of this while he is 16 years old. 17. 17? 17, yeah. yeah. Which is still wow. insane. I, that makes me want to change my mind, but I mean... Just the way McDavid came out of Erie and developed as the NHL player we all know and love, I think that's where I'm leaning more towards. And we won't see that with Bedard for another few years. But still, I think just, you know, I know bouncing off what Kyle said, Erie was not the greatest team when we brought along McDavid. He literally carried the whole entire team on his shoulders for the few years he was around. So it was just one of those things. I think just that development of watching him from the OHL and carry that character, that commitment, that everything, the passion, everything he brought out of Erie to the OHL with Edmonton, that really makes me want to steer towards McDavid. Now, this might make me eat my words in three or four years and we're talking, we bring back, you know, we do a throwback episode and Bedard has a hundred more points than McDavid would. But I think, I don't know, unless he eats me, unless he makes me eat my words, I'm gonna go with McDavid. Right now, like, I'm still gonna stick with Connor Bedard, like at yeah. junior level. But like, if you're comparing to what McDavid is right now, then McDavid obviously. Yeah. But well, we can't ju- compare those numbers yeah. yet. So right now we can't because obviously he hasn't made made yeah. it yet. Um, well, okay, never mind. Go ahead. Um, quick three, couple three things I kind of forgot to bring up. Um, kind of some interesting, interesting. Um, Nolan Burke. Um, entering this weekend's um, games um, is tied currently with franchise great Steven Stamkos for the most power play goals in a single season. And Stamkos scored 23 during the 2007-2008 season and part of his 61 goals and 105 point output. Um, And then Signed at National Predators earlier this season, Burke recently sealed his 60, 50th goal season starting team's franchise history and leads the club with 82 points in 55 games. Damn. So if he's not scratch, if he's not scratched, because he was scratched in tonight's game, if he's not scratched tomorrow's game against Niagara, he could potentially, if they get go on the power play, he could potentially break Steven Stamkos' power play record. Right. Yeah. So that's kind of pretty cool. The fact that somebody who's 
a future Hall of Fame, two-time Stanley Cup champion who's could break his record. Yeah. Um, while we were talking about Matt, Matthew Maggio, um, has the lamp at 51 times this season, and it's just three of the three of those goals have come on the power play, not including his three shorthand markers. Maggie is one of the four OHL players currently in the past decade to score at least 45 even strength goals this season, and joining Justin Brazilio 47 in the 18-19 season. Ty the Harbor was 45 in the 18-19. Alex DeBrick gets 50 in 2016-2017. And Erie Otter's Dane Fox of 45 in the 2013-2014 season. Oh, yeah. Two, two, order, two orders on that list. It's yep. cool to see that. And then going over to Oshawa real quick. Um, Beckett's 17th goal of the season on Sunday from last week was his 50th point and becomes the first general's 16-year-old rookie to record 50 points in a season since Michael Dalzado last did it in the 06-07 season and he was um, drafted overall 8th in the 2022 priority selection. So that might be another big name we hear coming into the OHL, or not the, the NHL, throughout, throughout, throughout the OHL, yeah. potentially going into the NHL. Yep. All right, now moving on to our NHL news. Um, real quick, I want to get your guys' opinions on this, um, since this has been buzzing this entire week. Um, after the 2023-2024, um, Fanatics will be officially the ice product for the NHL starting in the 2024-2025 season. So Adidas is officially hopping out of the NHL. Um, I am... For, they said, they're saying, and this is a 10-year deal. Holy keep, shit. Keep that wow. Um, Adidas is only, is only what, 7? Because they came in in the 16-17 season. Um... Their ice on ice product is going to stay the same as um, what Adidas is. Obviously, they're taking over the um, warehouse that Adidas currently makes their jerseys in Quebec. My question is because Fanatics is very controversial last few years with their product, like because they've screwed up on a lot of merchandise. So obviously. Because I know I brought. Because I know we all kind of aren't fans of them, or at least some of us are. Because I know. Yeah, I mean. Kyle. Because I know Kyle has a screwed up Jake Gensel jersey in his. What's screwed up about it? The thing was it the T fell off of it. The, the, <laughs> the U. Or oh, the Gensel jersey. One of the one of the mid, like middle of the name. It was either like the T or the Z. I can't remember which letter fell well, off. It may, like, I think it was the, it was the T. I think it was. I remember the, that. Yeah, because yeah, um. And that's the thing a lot of people are worried about with their, like, for fans to buy jerseys and that. And I, and I forgot I wanted to bring this up because we're most of us here are jersey collectors. Jersey collectors, and then eventually, like, we're eventually if we don't already have a few, are gonna have to eventually go to. Fanatics. I have, think as of right now, I have 
Fanatics is phenomenal. It's okay for jerseys, like t-shirt jerseys, but have, jerseys themselves, no. Um, well, the one, the two that I have is I have the retro uh, Stamkos jersey, and then believe it or not, I, if I'm not mistaken, I want to say my McDavid one might be a Fanatics. Okay. It might be. Because I know. Yeah, it is. You know, it is. A, it is a Fanatics. Because yeah. um, I know Bobo's. His, your, I'm pretty sure your your alternate is a fanatic, and yeah. your winner classic is they're fanatics. The thing I like about the fanatics, and this, you know, no offense to Adidas or the corporation or anything. The nice thing about the fanatics jersey is they're a lot cheaper for us who normally have the nine to five jobs who can't really afford them. They're also a lot cheaper made though. Yeah, that's definitely but, okay that's still. But I would much rather have a cheaper jersey where if I need to I can go snag another one for forty bucks than if something happens to my stitch jersey I have to spend ninety dollars on one. So this is coming from somebody who is who works in manufacturing regularly and especially mass manufacturing. What I think could happen with the Fanatics is I'm trying to give it more of a positive outlook because, yeah, they are known for being relatively in inexpensive jerseys. But, excuse me, I think with them landing this legitimate on-ice NHL part of their contract, I think, mark my words, we are going to see... A massive improvement in their quality I'm and in hoping. their quality control. I'm hoping if they're going to be taking over an entire, like, literally going to be like the sponsored jersey of the NHL. I hope so. Because the fact well, they would ha well, it's, have to be. they would have to. It's not like they would. It's not like they have a choice. Right. Yeah. Like they have certain guidelines that they have to follow. Yeah, I, was, I was hoping that they're going to go back to something like CCM, Coho, even Nike. You know? I don't even know if Coho's still around. I don't think so. But I mean, no. Because the thing is, because when a lot of people, because obviously the last week, like, like there's a Minnesota Wild Spurgeon jersey that's um, spelled completely that says, um, I forget how it's spelled, but like it's his name is wrong. Obviously, a Jack Hughes, New Jersey Devils, it, it's correct, like his name, his number, but then there's Nico Heischer's numbers are that are on the. On my shoulders. I'm I'm willing to bet you since they are going to be the official on ice equipment sponsor of the NHL. I, again, this is coming from a production standpoint. This is coming from somebody who has worked in manufacturing for the last five years. There is going to be a massive improvement in not only their QC but just the overall quality of the I product hope so, man. I too. Hope so. I'm hoping. Um, yeah. I I have faith in them. I don't know about you guys, but I have faith in them. I, I mean, I love both the jerseys I have from them. They. I just hope you know, so because if not, you're gonna get to one fight. Arbor Jack guy is gonna beat the shit out of Zach Cassian once again. And he's gonna rip his jersey. Literally see, rip his jersey. The off. Well, the nice thing about <laughs> the Fanatics jerseys is they're a little stretchier than the Adidas ones. They have that little bit of extra fabric. Like That's what I love about my Jake and Bake jersey. Right. It's I'm a big guy. We all know this. But the Jake and Bake jersey has that little bit of room where if I have to and sit it, down It could also be something. just me on why I'm just not a big fan of it because it happened to me where I had a jersey yeah. that was defective for me. If that has anything to do with my opinion, but... That's kind of where I wanted to bring this up because I know it's 
kind of a big topic right now in the NHL, and I think what a lot of people are frustrated too about is Gary Bettman signing a ten-year deal with them because obviously he likes his big contract yeah. signing deals. So but if okay, Bettman's a well. Here's idiot, here's though. a question to bounce on top of that. If you're Gary Bettman and the deal is happening, what? How many years would you go? Say the minimum they want is a five-year. Would you go five years instead of ten, or would you try to knock it down to like three or four, or bump it up to like five or six? I, I don't know, man. That's... I mean, hell, even try to negotiate a one year. Yeah, we'll do a one year contract with you. We'll see how your jerseys hold up on the ice, and if they're good, we'll do the ten year. The only good thing maybe coming out of this is like with Adidas going out after next season, the, the prices on the for jersey collectors will go down. Are gonna go down. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. The fact that because they're going out of stock, we might as well yeah. just try to get rid of them. So I think for season for jersey collectors like us and other other yeah, people, other people that's, that's yeah. going to come into their advantage is like get as many of these Adidas jerseys as they can before yeah before they're now gone. Yeah, yeah. Moving on to some news coming out of the NHL this week's like milestones and all that. Dylan Ferguson of the Ottawa Senators got his first NHL win in his first career start against the Pittsburgh Penguins in a 47-save performance on March 20th. Damn. Yeah, he Penguins did not look good that game. Uh, Matthew Kachuk played in his 500th career game as of March 23rd. You know how much Ethan loves him. I mean, you don't hate him as much as you hate Brady. I know that. But. Brady's a chode. <laughs> Simon Edmondson, there you go, of the Detroit Red Wings, got his first NHL career goal against the St. Louis Blues on March 23rd. Love it. Uh, Cody Cece played in his 700th career game on March 25th. I didn't think he was in the league that long. Oh. He's been around for a while, yeah. Uh, and also, just tonight, Raphael Harvey Pinard of the Montreal Canadiens scored his first NHL career hat trick in an 8 to 2 win over the Columbus Blue Jackets. Wow. And Nikita Nestorenko of the Anaheim Ducks just got his first NHL goal against the St. Louis Blues. Nice. Good stuff. Good stuff. Nice. Yeah. yeah, that is about it. Ethan, I know you said you had a debate topic for us as well. Yeah, it's not I think so we all do. It's yeah. not so much of a debate topic. It's, I just want to see what you guys would think. Now, this is something that I have been seeing trending again all over social media, and I've been enjoying a lot of them and putting my input in on some of them, is people coming up with their Mount Rushmore of a certain thing that they like, whether it be hockey, basketball, fi- football, baseball. I mean, some, some people do with candy bars or pops or or you know, anything. certain actresses anyway <laughs> um <laughs> that's besides the point just the way you said that everybody knows what you're talking about <laughs> i'm trying to keep it as pg as i can okay uh, i don't know if they're gonna i don't know it's but, a good way of doing it but we saw right through it <laughs> <laughs> because you all know what I'm talking about, okay? <laughs> Fuck you. But 75% of the current studio is single, okay? <laughs> so, what I thought of is three categories for your Mount Rushmores. <laughs> is you'll have a Mount Rushmore for forwards, that's center uh, and your wings, uh, your Rushmore for defensemen, and of course your Rushmore, your Rushmore for goalies. Ooh, okay. So... I have, we each kind of went through, I know I already wrote down my four names for each category, so I'll start off with my forward core, if you will. So, obviously Gretzky, 
that's a given. Same with Mario Lemieux. I said also Stevie Y, Steve Eiserman. Yeah. yeah, I mean, again, kind of self-explanatory. The fourth one, I really had a hard time picking between two. But the end one I ended up picking up was Marc Messier. Ooh, okay. Okay. I was bouncing between him and we were talking about him offline, Bob Probert. Yeah. I was bouncing between the two of them because... I mean, if you're, if you're, you don't want to compare Probert to like some of the all-time greats. I think he'd be a perfect fit for if you were to do specifically goons. grinders. Specifically, specifically goons. goons grinders. You could put him under him. You could even say have like Ryan Reese in there. Um, Marshawn. Marshawn in there. Was another big Red Wings goon back in the day. Another big Red Wings goon. Nemes- not Nemestikov. Ah, uh, Nemestikov had his, had his. Um, had one of the his Russian. Moment. I know one of the Russian five was pretty, pretty. Fedorov. Yeah. Sergey Fedorov. Fedorov. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Sergey Fedorov was pretty gritty. Um, uh, Chris Draper was the other one I was thinking of too. Yeah. He was one. Yeah. Of um, but those are my four: is Gretzky, Lemieux, Iserman, and Mark Messier. Okay. Uh, I can definitely agree with Gretzky, Lemieux. Yeah, I would definitely. You got to throw. I think you got to go th- go throw uh, Gordy Howe in there. Yeah, yeah. Gordy Howe has to be in there. I mean, the game is named after him. He's Mister Hockey. Mister Hockey. I mean, <laughs> yeah. You got to throw Gordy Howe in there. That's why they have a Gordy um, the Gordy um, hat trick after him. The Gordy Howe hat trick. Yeah. And I, I definitely feel like I could agree with Messier as well. Yeah. On there, but I think you'd have to take out uh, that third one you had and put in Gordy Howe. Take out Yasmin and put in Gordy Howe. Yeah, that's fair. I can understand that. I actually... I'm kind of between two. Like, I agree with Gretzky. I agree with Lemieux. The one at two, I'm kind of... T- and Gordy Howe. There's been kind of three and kind of toss back and forth on. Who you got? Brett Hall. Yeah. Uh, um, Mark Messier as well. And somebody who can potentially be on there eventually. Alex Ovechkin. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I had o- I originally had Ovi, but then I'm like, yeah, yeah. I, I was, like, I was between, but if I had to choose. If you're going to do, like, current, quickly off the time, I'd say Ovi, Crosby, Kane. Um, McKinnon. I think it's a little young. too sung. Stamkos, maybe? St- I, nah, Kucherov. Kucherov is also too soon, I think. You think so? I think so. He's what, about like like Cro- what about someone like Crosby? I said Crosby. He's oh, yeah. Yeah. Crosby, Ov, Kane. That's a me. Um, I think Sam Coast would be. David. David. David off would be too soon. I'm talking like players that have been around for ten plus years. Mm-hmm. But yeah. What about somebody even like uh, Pasternak? Ooh. He, he could. Yeah. I think it's also a little too soon. But you think so? Yeah. So yeah, phenomenal players. Don't get me wrong. Every single player we have named is phenomenal, but. What do you have for like the all time for defensemen? For my defensemen, oh, we forgot Bobos. Yeah. Oh, okay. So forwards, I have something very similar. I have Gory Howe, Wayne Gretzky, Mario Lemieux, but I also threw Ovi in there. Yep. Okay. So that's about you. About, pretty much agree. Yeah. yeah. So for defensemen, I had Bobby Orr. Yeah. Yeah. Given. Nick Lidstrom. Okay. Al McGinnis. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. And Chris Pronger. Honestly, that's yeah. <laughs> that's pretty solid. I mean, yeah. 
I'm not, I mean, That's off the top of my head, just trying to say, if I were to, like, actually sit around and actually try to look up and think of more, I could probably do better. But as of, just off the top of my head, like, I don't think I could think of anything better. That's pretty damn yeah. solid. <laughs> yeah. Another I would also debate about would be Paul Coffey. Uh, I, I... Did, did you see Lindstrom for years, too? I said Nick Lindstrom, Lindstrom yes. Oh, okay. Ray Borg. I was bouncing between Borg, those yeah. two. I was I was debating on swapping Per Unger out for one of those two. I think my choices would be Coffee, Borg, Orr, and um, Pronger. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Pretty good. That's um, pretty solid. I have the same three as Jeffy, but instead of Pronger, I threw in Chara. Yeah. Yeah. Now he's officially retired. Instead of Pronger, I was like, I didn't think about this. I had had the same as you through did, and I'm like, man, he just came out of retirement. I'm sure there's a lot of Beantown a lot of Beantown fans thinking about him. Let's go, you know. All right, let's do something different for the goalies. Let's see if one of us can guess what you put for goalies. Okay. I'm gonna Uh, say Wah. No. Really? You don't have Pachka on there. I do not have Wah. I do not. Like he's the greatest goaltender of all time. Anyway, Brodor. Yes. Or Hasek? Yes. Okay. Osgood? Yes. I figured. Shocker. <laughs> but Osgood, but not Patrick Waugh. Um, uh, Joseph? Cujo? No, it's not a bad, that's not a bad guess. That's, no. No, the last Flurry? one, no. The last one actually came out retired of Retired or flurried? Or retired or current? Retired. Way retired. <sighs> Is they old, old? Oh, not old, old, Belfort? but older. Ed Belfort? Or we already said that? Not a good, not a bad guess. Longquist? No. Terry Sawchuk. I was going to say him, but I, I, he's old, older. He's older. He's like the yeah. 50s, 60s. That was the first thing that came to my mind when, Terry I, when, Sawchuk, he, when I, you said retired. So, but. I have Brodor, Terry Sawchuk, Dominic Hasek, and Chris Osgood. Okay. You guys... I know you're going to crucify me for not having Patrick Waugh. If, if it was five, I'd say perfectly fine to have yeah. Osgood on there. But if, if it's only four, I think you got to swap out Osgood for Waugh. Yeah. yeah. That's fair. If it was five, I, mean, I have no problem with Osgood being look, on there if you had five. Look, I'll be totally honest. I don't have Waugh either. Really? I'm not shocked about that one. Yeah. <laughs> so I have Kurt. I, you guys can guess mine if you want to. I don't care. Flurry. Nope. Really? Nope. And are they all retired? Yes. Okay. Ryan Miller? Nope. Hasek? I, put it this way. I said two of them. You said, or he had two of them. I had, I said two of them that I had on my list. To you guys, if you were paying attention, the two that you said weren't bad guesses. Oh, Cujo. One of them. That's um, that's a good one. What's that one you said? Not Wah. At Belfour. That's it. Nice. I have two more on there. But we haven't said any of the other two yet. We haven't said the other two. Tony Esposito. Nope. Not um, a bad guess. Henrik Lundqvist. Nope. We said Lundqvist. Who you got? Ron Hextall and Tom Brassardo. Hextall, not so much, no. but I agree. I, w- I could, I could see room for argument for Brasso. Yeah. Yeah. But Hextall, he's not known for being a very good goaltender, for not being not, not one of the greatest, no, but not he, one of the greatest of all time. Yeah. But he greatest did of his time, sure. Maybe. But greatest of all time, no. I was looking more for like when I was doing my but, research, I was looking more for like generational, you know. But you also got to give Ron Hextall a little bit, cre- cre- blah, blah, blah. A little bit of credit, though, because he was the first NHL goaltender to ever score an empty net goal. That's I think he's the only why. one that has two. I think he has two, he doesn't has two he? Them, he has yeah. two. Yeah. He has two. That's kind of why I threw him on my list. And I was like, that might be kind of a fun shocker. Now, if we boys. were doing GMs, no. no I'd tell no, you no. to get fucked sideways. 
take the I second and put it on his it. fucking forehead as Colin would say. I easily Marty Burdor and Patrick Wall. Uh it's tough. I say I figured this one would have been the toughest one out of the three. I was like, I mean, you don't, you can't, you don't want to let cups show your shine. So I would, I would say there's argument for Lundqvist to be on there. That's kind of why. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, I actually did put Hendrik Lundqvist, the king. Uh, flurry. So I, I I think I would honestly just, even though he's not retired yet, just with how much he has accomplished. I I would agree with three cups. You know, made it to the cup in his first year with a brand new team. The team in general's first year. Yeah. Like, I'll be honest, that's not, I almost... That's not biased at all. No. It's just, I'm looking at his career as a whole. Yeah. Like, well, <laughs> a little bit for me, a little bit of bias for me. Well, I almost put Flurry instead of Hextall. And I'm like... You should have. I I mean, you're probably right. I should have. And I let, like, even though, yes, I, I always will be biased. That I always, always love, will love Marc-Andre Flurry. And me, even as a Detroit fan, I will always love Marc-Andre Flurry. That man I mean, is... He's not. He is but one like, of the most flexible goaltenders I've ever seen. And, no and not no only that, intended. but he is just... No over- joke intended. I see Kyle smoking. <laughs> no, no. no joke intended. But overall, he, if you even just look at him as a player, he's like one of the most selfless players on yeah. the ice. Speaking yeah. of, like, the fact that I'm pissed that we got stripped of watching him beat the fucking piss off of joining Biddington a few weeks ago. We forgot to talk about this last week. I'm still I'm mad though they, they stripped of stripped us of letting him beat the piss off of Jordan Bennington. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Oh, I was so mad when I'm they so pulled. Mad. I was watching that game and they pulled him away. And I was so yeah. mad. Let him just let, let him show Bennington the next millennium. Like, please, <laughs> let's just show him who's boss. I just yeah. Well, in my opinion, Jordan Bennington doesn't deserve to be playing in the NHL. Yeah. I mean, he deserves. He's just a bitch. He's a bitch. He's a pussy. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, don't get me wrong. I he throws a fucking so, temper tantrum okay. every time he lets a goal and through. It's chirps, like, and it's funny, he chirped at He let in, what was it? He, that was the fifth goal he let in, and he's getting the crowd hyped up as he just let in his fifth goal? Like, yeah. what are you doing? Okay, I will, I will, you guys are going to hate me for this, but I do have a little bit of respect for Benning. I don't. I don't. The only reason I have that little bit of respect, because the what, the first year I did fantasy with y'all, I had him on my fantasy Oh, because he did good for you in fantasy. And, okay. dude, he carried me to the third round. And ever since then, I'm like, okay. And now every time I go to pick up Bennington, one of you assholes take him. And I'm like, well, if you keep talking shit, I'll gladly take him. Let's see. Okay, I beat Colin the one time with the Flyers on NHL, so I have a little bit of... No! Like, Why do they get love John Gibson so much? Because <laughs> he's been me five fucking times with him. <laughs> he still can't beat him. No. Shorty. Jeff, you had to rub the dirt in. We <laughs> can't. Jeff, you my man. <laughs> we had to no. rub the dirt. No, Jordan Bennington is, if, if anything, I he's hate... No, he's nothing less than a bitch. I hate <laughs> yeah. I can confidently say, and I want this on record. We are recording. I want this on record. I hate Jordan Bennington more than I hate Brady Kachuk. Wow. Wow. I, I hate him more. I... Wow. I have never wanted to... What impl- about Marshawn? I would take Marshawn over what him. What about Tom and- Wilson? By a mile. Really? You hit a mile? By a fucking mile. Wow. Because 
Because at least Tom Wilson is decent at some shit. Jordan Bennington's just a crying fucking vagina. I just saw a couple TikToks. Like, people were saying they showed, oh, who I used to think was the biggest crybaby, and they showed a picture of, of course, Sidney Crosby. But it was now who I think is the biggest crybaby, and they showed a picture of Jordan Bennington. Dude, he... I agree with that. Like, he... he like, he just hopped on his fucking menstrual cycle and just <laughs> ran us all the fuck over. <laughs> Every time he's on the fucking ice. It's just like... Dude, so you're, go do a commercial for fucking Tampax or something. <laughs> so what you're saying is every time the Zamboni leaves the red streak, it's not the actual Zamboni, it's him getting all of his shit up beforehand. Yeah, it's him, as I said, it's him hopping on his fucking menstrual cycle and just running all of our asses over. So every so ladies and gentlemen, whenever the Zamboni has a bad transmission, it's not the Z don't blame the Zamboni, blame Jordan Biddington. Got it, even if he's not there. Even if he's not there. Even if it's not in St. Louis or wherever they're playing. <laughs> Yeah, I, I can confidently say, as of recently, I hate Jordan Bennington more than I hate Brady Kachuk. Wow. And you guys know, and I've made it very apparent on this show, <laughs> how much I physically detest Brady Kachuk. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I don't reckon that down. Shocker nation. Holy Most cow. hated player in the league now for... for Finally, Jeez. somebody finally passed Brady Kachuk after three seasons. Like, I, hope the, I hope the next hit that Jordan Bennington takes, I hope he just gets fucking teabagged. Fucking <laughs> 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 like Modern Warfare 2 style, just. No, Halo 3 style. Oh, 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 blown. We're going full blown, just bouncing nuts off the forehead. I don't boing, boing, care. Boing, 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 boing. I would pay any amount of money just to watch him just sit there and be just. How about this? We we get Ethan to go get in the NHL, and the minute he hits Bennington, he can just sit and do that on camera. Oh, I, I dude, I'll get a delay of game penalty because I'll sit there and fucking teabag him for 20 minutes. I don't care. Every time you come out of the box, boing, 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 boing. Fucking oh, bouncing God. a beanbag off his forehead. Well, that's good He's to probably know. used to it at this point. Well, it's good to know that. God damn it. Well, it's good to know that. Some way... Somebody loves Bennington, good enough. We should make a Valentine's Day card for him and make you send him flowers or send, something. Send a, a Valentine's Day card no, from send Bennington a, to Ethan's address. No, I'll, <laughs> s- I'll send a fucking Valentine's gift to him. It'll be the fucking giant gummy bag of dance <laughs> on Amazon. And it'll just, the note will read, eat a bag of dicks, sincerely all NHL fans. Oof. <laughs> I think uh, there's got to be at least even some... St. Louis fans that are starting to hate him. There has to be. Has no, to I don't there. fucking doubt. Because they're realizing he is not worth even half a fuck. What's his contract? Like, you guys right? thought... I don't you, think he has one right. I think he's still on his rookie contract. You I'm guys... Not, I could be wrong, but... You guys thought that fucking Casper Kapanen was a fucking cap bust. He's not playing with Bennington. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying... Yeah. In, in general, you guys thought he was a waste of space and a waste of money, but you guys forgot that Jordan Bennington is in between the fucking pipes. But here's okay. something. Well, we're not heated, but there's a more a more controversial topic that happened a couple weeks ago that we also forgot to mention last week. That whole situation with uh, Carson Breer, the the video camera of him pushing the wheelchair down the stairs. Yeah. And I yeah. kind of want to get your guys' opinion on that because we didn't. I know we didn't. We didn't touch on this last fuck week. Fuck him. Yeah. That's all I gotta say is yep. fuck him. I don't. I mean. Ju- I, I do think he deserves somewhat punishment for. Like, In my he opinion, he doesn't deserve to fucking skate again. Yeah. Because I don't. I don't think it's worth going as far as giving him jail time. That I think that's too much. Maybe community service, working with working with physically disabled people. Yeah. Pay, definitely paying the fine, paying me, for the chair itself, maybe even paying for an entire new one itself. 
Me personally, a, a given the apology. fact, given the fact that I do have family that work with disabled people, I have family that mm -hmm. are disabled. Mm -hmm. I was a little bit more heated than you guys may have been about it because people don't realize how expensive those fucking wheelchairs yeah. are. Like that wheelchair is custom fit to end up doing. I, I know the girl personally. I knew I worked with her. She didn't, I worked with her at my first job. I wasn't like super, super close with her, but we talked. We were cool when we worked together. But um, I know like they ended up putting a GoFundMe together for her. They were initially only trying to raise like fifteen hundred. Was the amount of damage that was done. They ended up raising over eight thousand dollars. Yeah. Well, that wheelchair alone is probably, probably twenty five to thirty grand. Roughly. Yeah. Hey, we lost power. We are still recording though. So yeah. <laughs> Oh man, I don't want to lose it. But I think we should. Oh, there we go. We're good. We're still going. We're on. Okay. So. I had a feeling that was going to happen. Hopefully, this doesn't stop, but we're going to try our best to make sure it doesn't. Anyways. <laughs> but I. Again, like Kyle said, my family's good friends with her. They know her very well. Mm -hmm. And. Very sweet lady. Oh, very nice girl, yeah. Very, very nice girl. And. You know, Briere's fucking daddy bought him out of the trouble that he got into in Arizona. Yeah. I don't think he's going to buy him out of this one. And I will... I don't know about you guys. My my family and I were talking about this. He, he even called him out. Like, he goes, he was, it was a very... Uh, not a very stupid act to do. Well, and I... My family and I were talking about this, as I said. I wouldn't be surprised if the league went for his dad. Yeah. Because this is not a one-time thing he's been a shithead in the past yeah and i think and it's not only embarrassing to him his, to his his dad but also the university he attends which is mercer's university yeah. which is if you guys don't know we live i live five minutes i can i can I walk live. to mercer's university from where i live yeah, yeah i can i would say mercyhurst is about they jeffy, jeffy can't do jeffy lives two minutes a two and minute walk from me they, yeah. i would say they have right in erie county one of the best the best like Hockey, like, hockey pro program. Oh, 100%. One of the yeah. best hockey programs. If it comes to, like, collegiate high school level, yeah, they have one of the best programs, yeah. Yeah. If it were my if it were my call, I'd say you don't deserve to play hockey. I think they did. Game. I think they, they suspended him for... They suspended him. Yeah, he's not, yeah. not getting played for Mercer's again. I'm Good. pretty sure. Good. So, so I, I don't know I if it was make... permanently... I don't know if it was just banned or if it was, like, complete, for life suspended. I'm not 100% sure, but he did get... He's not playing for a while or ever again. Good. Good. He deserves it. Yeah, yeah. he does. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, we were all pretty fucking pissed about yeah. it in my house because it's just... I think it's just, like, it's just, I don't care if you're drunk or not. Like, like you, yeah, you can't blame that, oh, and I was drunk. That, that's, there's no excuse, no reason, or no no liability to say to, to, to do those actions. No excuse yeah. to say, oh, I was drunk, I'm sorry, it's not going to happen again. There's You can't no. blame that on being drunk. No. And the thing is, is another one of our family friends knows him personally, goes to college with him. Yeah. And they said he is just an obnoxious jizz as it is. Yeah. Even when he's sober, he's just a fucking tool because yeah. his daddy's the fucking GM of the fucking Flyers. The flyers now, yeah. It's just, it, 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 blows, it blows my mind how selfish and how stupid people can be. So I, I didn't know. I heard about the situation, but I did not know that he was Daniel Briere's son until yeah, a couple yeah. days after hearing about the, the incident. Yeah. Yeah. I, was I, knew, hell. I was like, that's crazy. Like, I knew immediately the day that the article got released, which was, I believe, the morning after the incident. I, I, I didn't know the kid's name until... It was like, like, no, it was like 11 o'clock like at night. Later. 
the article was released like 11.30 at night because Paul It happened, what was that, like the weekend before pa St. Patrick's Day? Yeah, because my yeah. stepdad sent it to me. He sent it to the family, and he's like, yeah, this is how the world looks upon the Flyers, dot, dot, dot. I just wanted to get your guys' opinion. Yeah, yeah. We, it's it's, it's a piece. He's a piece yeah, is, of shit. Is it worth jail time? No. That's debatable. But I would. I'd say I, I would give him community yes. service. I agree. Community, community Not, service. Me personally, I'd say people. fuck him. Let him suffer. Because again, his daddy ain't gonna buy him out of it. Yeah, like it's 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 gonna be a lifetime of embarrassment he's gonna be facing. Now this is this is never gonna leave. It's on the internet forever. Yeah. And it's that's what they say. Once something's on the internet, it's out there forever. Well, and what yep. made it even worse it's, is not he's only never did, gonna get that out of his head. He's never gonna get rid of that get rid of that yep. video. The rest of the well, and not only did TMZ get a hold of it. Well, TMZ got a hold of it. TMZ got a hold of it. ESPN got a hold of it. Yeah, TSN he, got a hold he of ruined it. His whole life. He ruined any fucking future plans he had to play hockey. Oh, yep. Yeah, he's yeah. Like. He'll be lucky if he's allowed to play beer league. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, yeah, seriously. Yeah. All right. I have one last little debate topic here that'll kind of transition us into our main topic of the evening. Playoff rules. Specifically, NHL playoff rules. Okay. Should they go down to four on four for playoff overtime? Um, I'm going to start. I'm going to say no. I... I think it's more suspenseful, and I think it's a little bit more clear when you have a three-on-three. Three. Well, playoff overtime is five-on-five. Five. Fuck. All right. Yeah, it's, it's a twenty-minute continuous five-on-five. Five. It would stay continuous twenty-minute, but cut, put it, cut it down to four-on-four. Four. I would. I I, I, I kind of like. That. I still like the five-on-five. I'm gonna say go with regular season rules and drop it right down to three on three. That's what I was thinking. Really? That's what I was. Thinking. I would say drop it down to three on three and yeah. just let him run for twenty minutes. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine that? Ooh. That well, that was my. That's that like you mentioned potentially getting to see forty or thirty, say thirty-seven minutes of three on three hockey. See, and that, Ooh, well, that dude, was you wouldn't be able to catch. Like, dude's announcers would have a heart attack by the end of it. I they know, wouldn't be able well, to. Can't, well, that I can't was, keep up with what I'm trying to speak. I can't imagine how they would feel trying to keep up with I know. 37 well, consecutive minutes of three-on-three -three hockey. That was essentially my thought was drop it to you know three-on-three because, three, A, it's a lot more suspenseful. You get a lot more people into it. B, it's a little more clear who you're with, who you know, who your two line mates are and where you're going and all that. Because well, five-on-five, it's still kind of hard to... It's still, it's still exciting in the electric yeah, it is. especially oh, in the playoff time. But I think even if you were to drop it down to a lesser manpower, as in four on four or three on three, I think it would make it that even more. It'd make it even more electrifying. Yeah, yeah. It, I, I, I say it'd be cool to drop it down to four on four. Yeah, and it would even show okay. you the true powerhouses of the overtime if it went to four on four or three on three. It would show you who's the real. You know, well, not only that, but. Not only just regular overtime, but strictly playoff overtime. It'll show who your true playoff players yes. are. Yeah, it'll show you who's the real stick in the mud. Because we all know playoff hockey is a thousand times different than regular season hockey. Yeah. Yes. 100%. So. And then this transition goes into our main topic, which is the now that after tomorrow's games, the OHL will officially begin their playoffs on March 30th. But at earliest, if yeah. not on March 31st. Um, obviously, c differently to what the NHL is, they play one through eight. like One of the eight format, yeah. Um, which I still think, I like that format. I the, do. Mm -hmm. Which I really think the NHL needs to go back to. 
Um, well, I mean, it would make sense. Yeah. yeah. Alright, doing so, let's start in the west, shall we? Uh, this one would be... This one would not be guaranteed, but it's more than likely that this one is going to happen, because there are still just very few points. There could be a couple changes. The only ones that can really change are the bottom four, or the bottom three. Guelph, Owen Sound, and Kitchener. Um, but as of right now, this uh, what looks like it's going to happen. Windsor taking on Owen Sound. And this is a just a regular like series or just this a, is a series. Series. Best, best is it best of seven, best seven like yeah. normal? Um, you said Owen Sound or not Owen Sound? Windsor and Owen Sound. Windsor and Owen Sound. Windsor with the first seed. Owen Sound with the eighth. Um, give me Windsor in five games. That's what I was gonna say. This is gonna be. A blowout. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna get. You, would you at say the beginning of the season? You might, I might have had my mind changed because Owen Sound was kicking ass at the beginning of the season. Yeah, they were. The second half, they've kind of fallen off. Yeah. Would but, you say it would even be potential room for a four-game sweep? I would say so. I think it's possible. Yeah. I would go five because they're gonna probably want to one at home. I think. Try, try to try to avoid the sweep try to at avoid home. the sweep at home yeah. win one at home and then lose game away. five in Owen Windsor yep. yeah I I think Owen Sound will at least squeak one win in this year's but think. Windsor's gonna is gonna move on I, I yeah. think I think regardless Windsor's moving on I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be a sweep though yeah I think it'll be a sweep all right moving on to a pony we've seen before praying to God that this one sticks and happens London hosting Kitchener we all saw what happened last year when London hosted Kitchener yeah. In the first round, was it yeah. the same exact the exact same standings. London second seed, Kitchener seventh seed. Kitchener end up upsetting them in seven games, four to three. Absolutely phenomenal. I love to see that chirping the London fans, but they were getting so pissed. They were so they were so mad. I would. And the fact they were on the verge of winning it, and then they choked. They choked. They. I think they were up three games to two. They yeah, they lost were. game six. I think they had a lead in game seven, then blew it and lost yeah. in game seven. <laughs> so are you guys saying Kitchener? Part of me wants to to try to give them because he's the one he's the one that predicted it and we all called him stupid for it. As much as I the test we have for London, we said, "Oh, yeah. this is going to be a, a no doubter for London." Yeah, I but he said, "Oh, okay, I could see an upset here." I'm like, "You're stupid." And then what happened? So part uh, of me wants to say it. I'm honestly just I'm to try go, to give that that bad mojo out say, there again. I'm gonna no. As much as oh, oh this is all gonna right. be this is gonna be words I never thought would come out of my mouth. London's gonna win. Yeah, I'm gonna say. It's, it's not happening two years in a row. I'm going to say London in six. I still think Kitchener's going to give them a decent run, yeah. but London's going to come out on top. Yeah. I want. I really want to see what I mean, Kitchener had a good end of their season. They're 6-2-2 two, and two in their last ten games. I mean, they, they're, they're on a pretty good run. So That's not London, and London only being 4-6 and six in their last ten. They're not having a good end of the season. Yeah. They're fighting for that first spot, and then Windsor yeah. just, what, 8-2 and two in their last ten? Yep. 6-4 as well, sorry. But I... Like uh, I really want to, I really want Kitchener to pull it off. That's, but I am gonna stick to my gut to say London's gonna win this, but in six. Yeah, I think London in six is gonna be fair. I'm gonna go same as last year. Give me Kitchener in six. Is it Kitchener upset I'm again? Kitchener yeah, upset again. To be I'm honest, gonna, I'm except I'm gonna go in six because London's still salty about last year. <laughs> but I, this is the one time I want Bobo to actually be right again. Again, I'm more than happy if he is, but I don't see it happening two years in a row. Yeah. As much as I want to and can't wait to talk shit on Twitter, if it does happen again, I don't think it's going to happen I mean, again. hey, if it doesn't, worst case scenario, eat my words. <laughs> uh, moving on. Oops, I just like to scroll off of it. We got uh, Sarnia taking on Guelph. 
Ooh. The three taking on the six seed. That's going to be fun to watch. That'll be a good one. This is one of the only ones where I could potentially see the bottom seed pulling off an upset. But I don't think it's, again, I don't think it's going to happen. I think the top seed Sarnia is going to take this one again, who's, by the way, with tonight's loss in area, is still 8-1-1 in their last 10 games. I, I want to say, I think it's going to go to seven games for think Sarnia. So? I think it will be Sarnia in seven. Um, I was thinking the same, but I was thinking more like six. Yeah. I mean, I mean don't get me wrong. I gotta give credit where credit is due when it comes to just a overall good team. Sarnia is a fantastic team. They are. Yes. So. And we, we saw that tonight. The first two periods, that was some of the best hockey I've seen tonight. It was the first two periods, like. Oh, it was it amazing. Was great saves from both both goaltenders. No one on played insane. Sarnia's goaltender, I don't know his name off the top of my head. I'm sorry, played insane. It was something Zaricki, I think is how you say it. Sounds, yeah, sounds about right, but. Yeah, they, they they're certainly is a great team. Just Otters just kind of pulled out and got the best of them tonight. But yep, yep. we've we've seen them a couple times this previous in the season. They they are a great looking team. Yeah. And that that addition with for Christian Cairo on the on the blue line is is pretty good for them. So and he's turned his season around and has performed pretty well for them. So uh, I'm taking Sarnia in this one. I'm going to say this one's in six. I would agree. It was six Nicholas Serzikia. Okay. So you were close. Yeah. I'm also going to say Sarnia and six for this one as well. Bubba? Oh, boy. I want to say Sarnia and six, but I feel like my gut wants to say Guelph. I mean, you have a lot to get to go with, so. I do. I know. Fuck you. It's a 50-50 shot. It's okay. Give me Sarnia and five. Five, okay. Okay. Next I think one. The finally this one is going to probably be one of the. This one I think be the one best of the one. best one of the of this of the Western Conference. Battle of Mid Michigan. Sarnia and Flint. Battle of the Saginaw water. and Flint. Sorry. Saginaw taking on Flint. Saginaw with home ice advantage. Ooh. Uh, Saginaw being six two one and one in their last ten. Flint being eight and two in their last ten. I think it's going to be, you know, there's there are plenty of teams in the league that have had impressive turnarounds, but I don't think we can't skip past Flint on how much no. they've turned around. The fact that from their first couple years in the league to now, yeah. just made Saginaw's turnaround from last year to this year. Yeah. yeah. Saginaw missing the playoffs, what, second to last worst team in the league yep. last year? Yep. They're under Erie last year, I know that. Yeah. They got oh, really? the number one pick. <clears throat> they were the number Because they, they got, got the first Michael overall pick. Mesa, um, so, Flint obviously was went to the Western Conference Finals where they ended up losing to Windsor. Mm. Yeah, Windsor. I think it was in seven. Yep. This one, oh, man. This one's tough. This one can go either way, man. I'm going to, oh. all right, I'm going to shoot mine out first. Give me Flint in seven. This game's yeah, going to seven I, whether I, you like it or not. I have this to, is I a have seven to game agree. I'm, all, I'm also going to say Flint in seven. This, this is, was the one I was like. Are you going to be the odd man out? I'm not gonna be. The, I'm gonna be the odd one out in a different way. I'm gonna say Flint, but I am gonna say this one is only gonna take six. Okay. See, okay. Yeah. It's one of those things where when you have two bottom of the basement teams that all of a sudden have these big spouts that can come out like this, 
it's one of those things where you know it's going to be good because they both Because Yeah, last year was the first year that Flint has been good since, yeah. since the move from, from yeah. uh, Plymouth to Flint. Yep. Yep. So, and I mean, this is this is like we might even have to get together and watch this game or two of this series because this be this is I one of, this is one of those series where each team is power hungry. Yeah. You know, when they step on that ice, it's going to be one of the grittiest OHL games we've ever witnessed. Or hey, one of the hey, grittiest hey, series. Spoiler, I won't say it out loud, but I'll say for these guys, that can even be the game that we want to play this. Ooh, week. that's a good idea. If they play on the next Saturday, that could be the game we watch to play. That's a great idea. Not spoiling anything, but just keep out for our YouTube video next yeah, for a YouTube yeah, video next weekend. Idea. So keep out, watch our YouTube again. But yeah, Flint. I think Flint's taking this one. This is the one where the lower seed I think is going to take it. Yeah. Yeah, I think it makes sense. The closer one, the four and five seed, anything yeah. can happen there. Yeah, because they're currently tied. I mean, obviously we saw last year anything can happen at any time with mm -hmm. the, the seven seed Kitchener. Pulling off the upset against London last year. I can't uh, I say, I'm <laughs> saying that. I love, that's so much fun to say and that. And y'all made fun of me for how many weeks? Quite, quite, quite a, a bit. Quite but a long it time, was worth it, though, because we enjoyed seeing the London. All right, then moving on to the East. The ones that we know are guaranteed going to happen. Number one seed, Ottawa 67 is taking on the Oshawa Generals. This this is going to be another absolute ass whooping, dude. This is <laughs> so. Oshawa's squeaking in on the last one just today, I think, or as of yesterday. They yesterday. How bad? Like they point difference. Let's see. Ottawa's fifty-one, twelve, and three. Kings or Oshawa's twenty-six, thirty-five, and one. Uh, Ottawa with one hundred and seven points on the season. Oshawa with fifty-eight. I say with. So get the brooms out. Is what you're saying? Yeah. yeah. It's. Yeah, that's gonna be a sweep. It's that's that's going to be more of an ass whooping than uh, Windsor over. Uh, Owen Sound is going to be. Yes, yeah, that's be gonna, a, that is going to be an asshole of a lifetime. And for the yeah, fact, just like that's going to be like a borderline franchise ending. <laughs> like that is. I said this to Kyle, like because the Ottawa, they just like Hamilton last year, they're going all in for this. Yeah, they year. are. Yeah. I mean, how I'm With, a construction worker. That's shut for the fact going. that they're picked up a Pavel Nekikov from Saginaw and, and, and Logan Morrison from Hamilton. They, they they're going well, and they're if I'm not mistaken, I want to say they Brennan. were like raise regular season champions too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They finished with nine points. No, sorry, thirteen points better than Windsor. So, yeah, Windsor they, had ninety-four. Ottawa, like I said, with one hundred and seven. Jesus, West gets got to be I think one of the better seasons in OHL history. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, yeah this is gonna be a clean sweep. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think we need me to argue. This one could end up changing. The only two that could change. <laughs> the only two that could change is the sixth and seventh seed with Sudbury and Mississauga. But as of now, if it were to happen, it'd be North Bay with 97 points, their record being 47, 17, 2, and 1 against Mississauga, who is 31, 30, and 6. Mississauga 3 and 7 in their last 10. North Bay 10 and 0 in their last 10. Really? Yeah. Holy <laughs> fuck. And, and just last look last week, four of their five games last week, as of recording last week, well they had they only gave up one goal of their four of their five games. Yeah. Holy shit. They're on fire. So. Oh, All right. Shit. This one I think whether they play Sudbury or Mississauga, I think this one's gonna be an asshole Yeah. I'm like, gonna, uh, although I'm like gonna go it five won't games. go past five games. I'm gonna go five games. Obviously five is the max of this yeah. one, yeah. I may put I might be pushing it. This could put go to six potentially. I don't That's see if it. they get lucky in like overtime if, or a shootout. Well, they don't There's do no shootout in, over in playoffs. Oh fuck! That's yeah, right. they they're just like we the do this NHL. every week. <laughs> they're just like the NHL. They do. We do. We do. Yeah, you're right. Full 
five on five playoffs. Yeah, I don't know why I keep thinking two yeah. on Yeah, this one I think this could potentially, but I'm gonna say five. Yeah, it's one of the ones I could see going six. Mm. Uh, the next would be Barry, the third seed, playing either one of the either Sudbury or Mississauga. Again, regardless, I don't think this one's gonna be much of a matchup with. Barry being 42, 17, 6, and 3 for 93 points on the season, who are 8, 1, and 1 in their last 10, uh, versus, uh, we'll just say Sudbury because they're the 6th seed, at 6, 3, and 1 in their last 10, overall record of 30, 28, 6, and 3 for a total of 69 points. Ha! Nice. <laughs> nice. But they still have one more game to play. They'll be playing that tomorrow. So, yeah. I'm going to go with the, bo the bottom seed. I'm going to go Sudbury. This one really, this one in um, it's six. Really, hmm. so it's Sudbury and Barry, Sudbury and Barry, yes. And this Mississauga wins their game tomorrow, which I think they're is it Sudbury and Mississauga playing each other? Uh, let's see, hang on, let me bring it up on the but anyway. Regardless, it's either Sudbury or Mississauga, either one of the two. Mississauga plays North Bay and Sudbury plays Sioux. Okay, so I could see Sudbury, so yeah, I'm, I think that's gonna be. I don't think Mississauga is gonna be beating North Bay, so. No. But yeah, I mean, we saw Erie upset Sarnia tonight. So, I mean, it yeah. could happen, but I can assume North Bay probably be resting a lot of their starters. But regardless, anyways, yeah, Barry versus Sudbury. I, I think this one might be a little bit closer. I don't think Sudbury's going to pull it out. I do see this one maybe going to six as well, but I think Barry's going to take this one. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say Barry and six. Barry's played. We've seen, we saw them play Erie a couple times this year, and they kicked our ass each and every time we saw them. I Brandon Clark so. has been like... Brent, Brent, Brent Clark is, oh my God, that dude's insane been too. great this year. Yeah. And then the final matchup, Peterborough versus a team that made a huge turnaround from the beginning of the season, the Hamilton Bulldogs. Actually squeaked their way back into the, the playoffs and getting a fifth seed too. They for, were they were like dead last in the league at yeah, one point. Yeah, for the you know, fact they crawled all the way back into a fifth a fifth seed. Four only four five and one in their last ten though. So for the fact that how much they got rid of at the beginning of the season and before the deadline and what they got in return. Yeah, they surprised me. I figured they would be going into rebuild after winning yeah. the championship last year. Yeah. Um, they kind of surprised me, for sure. I'm going to be the odd one out, I think. Give me Hamilton and six. I know they've had a really crappy last ten, but Hamilton is another one of those teams where they could be hungry for two in a row. Is Honestly, when you say it like that, it does kind of make me want to say Hamilton. Because you can't, you can't, it's hard, the hockey is hard because you can't judge off the last ten games. Yeah. You either have to look at the beginning of the beginning of the season, middle of the season, or the end of the season. It's like a big <coughs> chapter book. You only have three separate things you have to look at. You know, you might have a team that's shitty your first two chapters, and yet they win a 25-game sweep and win it all the way. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I, I do think Peterborough is going to take this one. I think the West or the East is going to go top four seeds, win it all. I'm going to say Peterborough. I think this one is going to be a hard-fought series. I think this one might go seven. This yeah. one might go the distance. I think this one. Even like an overtime. Peterborough. And Peterborough and Hamilton. Yeah. If I'm the other yeah. one out, I'm the other one out. <coughs> I'm going to say, yeah, I could see Peterborough in seven. Yeah. I'm also going to okay. go Peterborough in seven. Like this notes. one was kind of... Was up in the air. So yeah, as an overall vote, the second round we'd be looking at in the West, Windsor taking on, I think overall we had said Flint, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. Overall we said Flint. 
So Windsor and Flint would be seen a rematch of the third round, but in the second round this time with Windsor and Flint. That would be a fun one to see again. A rematch yeah, of that one. And th this one I wouldn't be surprised if Flint comes out swinging, wanting some revenge. But I do. S Windsor's just another team. I'm a monster this year, man. And oh, I can't wait to see Matthew Mag play off Matthew Maggio again. That's yeah. That's yeah. gonna be insane. And seeing Shane Wright with him, who just won the cu the cup last year, I'd like to see him win it back to back. Yeah, I, I think Windsor would end up winning. That, that Shane Wright in Kingston last year. Yeah, right. Why was I thinking he was on Hamilton? I was yeah. like, I don't. Yeah, I, I I don't know why I was thinking he was on Hamilton. That was weird. Okay. Then we'd be looking at London taking on uh, Sarnia. That'd be a good second round matchup. That'd be a second. That'd be a hell of a second round. If we're looking at them right now, Windsor's gonna gonna win it in six against Flint, and I would say Sarnia and London will go to seven. So this this is would be the one where I could see London losing. Yeah, I do think regardless it would end up going to seven for this one, but. I still, I would still like to think, just because I would like to see the rivalry of Windsor and London in the third round, I, I do think London would end up taking it in seven. Yeah. Because Windsor hates London just as much as Erie does. They do, they are not fond of London either. <laughs> I don't think they hate them as much as we do in Erie, but they, Windsor is not fond of London either. I mean, nobody in the NHL or the OHL likes London. No. That's why they're like the Yankees of the OHL. Like you only like London if you are from London or like the London Knights. Like there's no, oh they're okay. You hate the London yeah. Knights if you it's don't just like them. Because like, um, obviously, because London made a comment of the Otters making shirts of them um, at the beginning of the season. Yeah. And then they obviously came out their shirt that says London versus everyone and that. Yep. Yeah. So like, nobody likes us. I wonder fucking why. Look at your yeah. Twitter page. That's it's a joke. <laughs> that's pretty much like we all like no one. Yeah, then if, if that potential Windsor versus London third round, what would we what would we see there? That's gonna go to seven. That's gonna go to. <sighs> Wait, which one did you say again? Windsor, Windsor, and London. London. All right, a potential third round matchup. Uh, I would still uh, think eat my words, seven. London and seven. You think London's gonna go London, to the final I think this London's year? gonna go to the final in seven. Because how many London? I think they've lost. They've lost what the last two seasons, if I remember correctly. Oh, they lost in the first round last year. And then. Two years ago, didn't they? Two years ago would have been the the, the year we didn't play, and then the year before right. that. So the last time we would have seen them would have been 2019. 2019. Which I'm. Uh, I well, thought I they, they lost might in have. The I think round. they might have lost in the third round that year. So the last two seasons of play, they have you know almost kissed that trophy. They were so close and they lost it. London's another one of those teams to be aware for. I know as much as we That's dislike them. What, you can make the same argument for Windsor. They were literally a game, a win shy of kissing that trophy last I year. I know. So it's going to be it's gonna be a barn burner. Yeah. That game's going to go to seven. I, I do think this is where London would finally fall yeah. in seven games to Windsor. Okay. This, maybe even six. Depends on how badly Windsor would want to do it. Um, you could even argue and say five if they want to just beat the shit yeah. out of them and win it on home ice. I was going to say, win, make, it, win it early. I will say, London, make me eat my words. I got you in seven. Yeah. What would you say, Ethan? Windsor and London conference final matchup. That's a tough one. I'm going to say, I'm going to go with the hot shoot here, and I'm going to say Windsor and five. So five as well. So I said Windsor and seven. So you said seven, Kyle said six. I said, said I did, I'm going to finalize and say seven, but I could see Windsor just going all out and trying you to beat him five. 
Yeah, I'm still gonna say London. But it's like, would they want to waste all their energy and then be exhausted by the time finals roll? Yeah, I. And if you beat them in five, depending on how the what East goes, you might have a couple days to rest. Yeah, uh, I'm still gonna go London. As much as I hate to say that being an Erie yeah. fan, I still have to side with London. They are one of the more competitive. And, That's bold. You know. And looking at the East, we're looking looking into further rounds. Second round, based on popularity for what we voted, Ottawa would be taking on Peterborough. Peterborough at five. Really? I think they're gonna. I think it's gonna be one of those like, you know, it's gonna be absolutely not. You're no, no. <laughs> Ottawa, Ottawa's going all out this year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, spoiler: I think we're gonna see an Ottawa Windsor final. I'm just gonna put my opinion. I in. spoil that right now. I can see it, but again, Peterborough is one of those hungry teams from last year who didn't yeah. really make OHL is one of those it's quite often that you do see the two best teams from each conference going all the way and doing yes. it. you see that quite often yes but every once in a while you have the rare opportunities like we can even compare this I'm gonna, you guys are going to hate me for this we can even compare this to the March Madness right now mm-hmm. all of the number one and number two seeds are out because the bottom seeds yeah because they're them. a lot of look, at, look at number one Purdue they lost to the number 16 seed did they really yes number one Purdue lost to the number 16 seed Round of really? thirty-two. Yes. Wow, I didn't know number that. Number two seed lost to a number fourteen seed. Really? Yes. Holy so hell! So when you compare shit like that to hockey, it's like okay, you have I mean, all these players who are. A different I know, but me. they're still hungry. Especially these the 16, 17 year old kids that. I know, you know, but these kids are hungry. They want it. Yeah. They want to take these trophies home or their gold medals home and, you know, hang yeah. it on their wall so they'll remember just, for the rest of their lives. If, it was anybody, if, it was, if you were to argue and say maybe Barry beating Ottawa, I would say okay, but Peterborough, no. I don't think so. Then I'll finalize mine and I'll just run three on that. If I'm wrong in the last decision, I'm wrong. <laughs> I do, the only thing I do think, I think Peterborough, Ottawa will win it in five. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's not going to be much of a battle. Yeah. And then we'll be looking at North Bay versus Barry. Um, this one, this is one where I could see the third seed making it to the conference final and being be, Barry beating North Bay, but again, North Bay has just been a different human, especially this these last ten games of the season. They they've been going all out there. I think they may even be on like a thirteen game win streak by this point. And oh, they, damn. if they win tomorrow, it could be even more. But uh, I think North Bay is going to take it in yeah. seven, yeah. maybe yeah. maybe six. I'm going to say North Bay in six. Six. Yeah. That would leave us with Ottawa versus North Bay. You already know, in my opinion, because I spoiled mine, saying Ottawa and Windsor in the final. Yeah. I actually, the only, this one was tough. It is. I actually said North Bay upsets Ottawa. Really? In seven. So you're saying uh, North Bay wins your final? Yep. I feel like North Bay is one of those teams where they're just doing so well this season. They're goaltending. They're they're they're, it's momentum. They're going to keep the momentum rolling. You know, an object in motion stays in motion unless met with equal or greater force. They're not going to meet that equal or greater force until the finals. I just took a look at some of like these home records. Ottawa's home record, 29-4-1. Holy fuck. Windsor's home record, 25-5-2-2. Jesus Christ. So neither one has more has, has double-digit home losses. That's insane. Wow. <laughs> Definitely... Tough barns to compete in this yeah, year. 100%. But I mean, also, North Bay at home is also 26 5 1 and 1 as well. Wow. So they're also just as damn, almost as good as Ottawa is at home. But I'm, I'm, I'm sticking true to mine. I'm saying the top two seeds. I'm saying Ottawa and Windsor in the final. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'd have to agree. 
Okay. If we're gonna go off of that, that's gonna go to seven. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. That one, that one's going to back to seven. This then seven. This one would mean game seven would be in Ottawa. Ottawa would have home ice advantage Ottawa. here. But that's that's where I would say that I, I think this is Windsor's year. I think yeah. Windsor takes this in six at home. Yeah, I think so. Um, after losing at the away crowd last year in seven, they they want to give back to their fan. They want to give their fans something here. Yeah. And have, and win something at home. Yep. I, no, I I agree. I'm gonna bounce off Kyle. I totally agree. I would want I would for just for for Windsor fans. Um, I want to see it in six, but I think it's going to still go to seven. Mm. When, but you still think Windsor's going to win it? But Windsor's going to win it. What yeah. about you boys? I, I, you literally took the words right out of my mouth. I couldn't they, have said it any now better. Now that they say that, I'm kind of on a fork in the road. But I'd love to see Windsor win it at home. Yes, absolutely. That would bring a lot of joy to the city of Windsor. At the same time, we all know that feeling of getting a road win. Especially something like playoffs, where when you get to say, "Oh yeah, we kicked ass in the other man's house," and look at it's Pain, the Pain greatest. Penguins fans, fans, we have yet to win a Stanley Cup on home ice. Yes, <laughs> it's the greatest feeling really? in yeah, the world. All yeah, all five of the Penguins Cups have been on road. Yep. On the road. Yep. Yeah. I it's the greatest feeling in the road. Even myself, being a wrestler. When I would win on another man's turf, I'd be like, "Fuck yeah, let's go!" You Just know? looking at the past. Six years, except for Guelph's win, and I'm pretty sure in 2019, the home team has won. Yeah. The cup. So obviously the Otters won in five and 17. Um, Lund Hamilton won it in yeah. six. Again, in 18, and then Guelph. Guelph, I don't remember exactly, and then of course last year. Um, Hamilton won it. Where's, where's the uh, Memorial Cup this year? Uh, I can look it up real quick. Because, like, was it, is it supposed to be? No, because Windsor just had it in 2017. So I said OHL hosts it next year. I want to say it's another QMJ team. Another uh, QMJ this year? Uh, Sandman Center? Where's that in? Ca uh, British Columbia. Cam Loops? K A M L O O P S. Hmm. All right. No. B C. Cam Loops. Okay. I've never. I do remember so. us bringing this up. Okay. Yeah. But, all right. Um. But yeah. Here. So obviously, then. But yeah. Who do we? Who do we? Ultimately, say is the ultimate winner. Ottawa or Windsor. 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 Like that's. To me, I, it's almost not even an argument. No. I mean, uh, others would argue, which seems how good yeah. Ottawa is. Best team in the league, 107 I mean, points. I mean, honestly, now that I think about it, just to fuck with y'all, I'll say Ottawa. You're going to switch to Ottawa? I'll go Ottawa, Ottawa on seven. I'll go Ottawa on seven. I, d I do think it's going to go to seven, yeah. but I mean, I, as much as, I mean, I I think there is the chance that Windsor beats him in six to do it on home ice, mm. but I don't think Ottawa would let that happen. That'll be another thing for the OHL finals we'll have to do that you know what for. Yeah. We could, yeah. That's it. We'll keep up the date as the playoffs are going on. Yeah, they're supposed to be starting at the latest, what, this next Friday? Next Friday. Thursday, Thursday or Friday? I think next Friday. Yeah. So, yeah. All right, and final, final it off, yeah. Finish it off, as always, our score predictions of the week. On Monday, we had chosen the San Jose Sharks taking on the Edmonton Oilers. 
Final score of that game was 5-4 to four Oilers. Jeffy said... That's not the one you're close about, is it? No. Okay. But yeah, 5-4 to four Oilers. Everybody said Edmonton. Um, the only one I would get an extra point because I had the goal differential rate. I said 4-3. Okay. So, but everybody else does get at least one there. Moving okay. on Tuesday, we had said Minnesota taking on the New Jersey Devils. Final score of that one was two to one Minnesota. We were split right down the middle here, with Kyle and Jeffy both saying Minnesota, Ethan and Jeffy or Je Ethan and Bobo both saying New Jersey. Yeah, it was two to one Minnesota in overtime. We both had a two goal differential, so I caught we only just bits get and one pieces game. of that game. That was a great game. I think I did see some of it too. On Thursday, we had the Seattle Kraken. I don't know why I had struggle struggle saying that. Seattle Kraken and the Nashville Predators. Seattle or Nashville ended up winning that one, two to one. That was another fun. Ethan and myself both said Seattle, so Jeffy and Bobo each get a point on that one. They both said overtime, but they had the wrong scores. Did we give them three? No. Uh, Bobo and Jeffy. Okay. So I feel like we have done it before, but... Yeah, I think you guys did before. And just today, we had the Washington Capitals and the Pittsburgh Penguins. Final score being 4-3 to three Penguins <laughs> in regulation. Oh! oh. Like Jeffy said 4-3 to three Capitals in overtime. Kyle said 4-3 to three Penguins in overtime. But we uh, all got the same And the only other one, also, Jeff, Bobo also said Penguins 2-1 to one in a shootout. So the ones would be myself getting uh, two. three for oh, the exact three. score, yeah. team winner. Would I get two because I got the exact same score as well? You Because you got the exact same score but wrong winner, I think we'd give him two here. We yeah. have done that in the past. Yeah. So and give him two I here. think I get one. Kyle gets three. I think I get one. Because I predicted. You get two. I get two? You get the score differential and the team winner. So. Okay. I thought I got one. Oh, yeah. I was so close on that yeah, one. So, updated score. Kyle jumps up six points and goes up to 58. Jeffy also jumps up six and goes up to 53. 53. Ethan at 52. Bobo, who had a five-point performance, jumps up to 55. So, Ethan currently <laughs> down to last wow. place now. So, Chugger, he came up with this idea and now he's in dead last again. It's <laughs> <laughs> like with the, uh, the tortilla slap. This is I needed to do the five layer. He ended up getting slapped. And I got him... <laughs> What are you staring at me for? <laughs> okay, we'll move on. We'll get the score, get our next games, and move on. All right, so new games for this week. I have Monday where I have the Colorado Avalanche at the Anaheim Ducks. I think this is going to be a home ice upset for the Ducks. Uh, give me Colorado 4-2. Oh, I thought you meant, like, the Ducks upsetting the Avalanche on home ice. No, the Ducks have home ice for this game. It's Colorado the 4 to 2? Yes. Okay. Hmm. Bobo. Um. Give me Colorado 3 0. Jeffy. I'm also going to say Colorado 5 1. Five to one. Wow. I'm glad I'm not the only one that was thinking a blowout. I'm gonna say like six to one. I don't think Anaheim stands a snowball chance in hell on this one. Yeah. No. Uh, Wednesday, Bobo, correct? Yep. I have Minnesota at 
Colorado. Minnesota currently sets 42-22-9. Colorado sets at 42-23-6. They are literally Very close. neck and neck. Give me Minnesota. 5-3. Ethan. I am also going to take Minnesota. Give me Minnesota. I think it's going to be a higher scoring game. Give me Minnesota 6-4. to four. Okay. Ethan? Or Jeffy, sorry. I'm also going to say Minnesota 4-3. to three. Damn, I was really looking forward to making Jeffy the odd one out here. <laughs> I thought I was hoping he was going to say Colorado. Because I do also think Minnesota... This is where Colorado's going to drop one. Yep. Minnesota's on a roll recently. Yeah, they are. Mark andre Flory himself is on a fucking yeah. roll recently. Uh, with that being said, give me... I think it'll be a little bit lower scoring. <clears throat> Excuse me, give me 3-1. to one. Okay. On Thursday, we have a hell of a barn burner going on here. The New York Rangers taking on the New Jersey Devils. Ooh. In the Prudential Center in New Jersey. The Rangers being 43-20-10. The New Jersey Devils being 46-19-8. The Sabres put a whooping on them last night. Devils, yeah. What was, what was yeah. it, like 62? Yeah. yeah. That? Yep. Uh, give me the Devils on this one. Um, give me a little bit closer scoring. Give me like four to three. Okay. Jeffrey. OT? No. Regulation. I'm actually also going to say four to three. Overtime. You're going to say The overtime? Devils. Ethan. Give me, give me the blue coats. Give me the blue coats three to one. Oh. You hopping on the bandwagon, or are you making Ethan the odd one out? Fuck. The Devils have been on a roll this year, but I think New Jersey is going to put the flame out, or New York is going to put that flame out. Give me the Rangers. 32 overtime. And Jeffy, Friday's game. Friday's game, we got the Calgary Flames going to take on the Vancouver Canucks. Calgary 33-26-15. Vancouver 33-34-5. They've lost 15 games in overtime. Yeah. I am going to say Vancouver. Give me the Canucks. Once again, three to two. <laughs> sorry, that was way louder than I was anticipating. <laughs> I think we broke Kyle. <laughs> oh my god! Fucking A, that stinks. For the fact. <laughs> This close. You're so close to being over. <laughs> I'm going to give it to the Canucks. 5-4 um, overtime. Two overtimes this week. Uh, Ethan. If you can talk through your stench over there. <laughs> I'm going to take Calgary. I'm going to say Calgary 3-2 overtime. Okay. Well, well. Um, 
Either way, I'm splitting the road, so. Give me Vancouver 5-4. It's going to be one of those, yes, regulation. It's going to be one of those high-scoring. I am going to split it down the middle because I'm going to say Calgary. Give me 4-2 to on this one. That's actually kind of cool this week. So we have one splitting down the table horizontally with Jeffy and I with Vancouver. And then we have one splitting horizontally with Ethan and I going with the Blucos. Yeah. We haven't had that in a long time. And then we won me and Ethan splitting down the middle. Yeah. Or me and, sorry, me and Jeffy, yeah. But then me and Ethan, yeah, taking both in Calgary. Yeah. And then E2 both taken. Yep. Yeah, that's pretty cool there. Yeah, we haven't had a clean four-way well, I think we like switch that. off. I think we switch off our sitting order here every once in a while, too. I yeah, mean, we still, do. though, you know. But anyways, that about does it for this week's episode of the Buckbuster Podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed. We appreciate you guys. Love the support you guys have been giving us. But again, continue to show it on Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. I think I got them all there. Um, like I said, twice, so you definitely got them. <laughs> like I said, next week, keep an eye out for a new YouTube video. We'll probably announce it in next week's video once we confirm if the video is going to be happening. But there's a good chance it is going to be happening next weekend or at some point this later on this week. But yeah. Thank you guys. We appreciate you guys. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye. See ya. Bye-bye.